Welcome back to Leave It on the Dance Floor. Abby Lee Miller here, and my heart is just all aflutter today because I have a very special guest from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, a name that none of you know, that you should know. She was not on a TV show with little kids. Her mom and dad were not in there screaming at me. No, her name is Kirsten Bracken, and she is married now, and it's Kirsten Scott. So, yay! Yay! Hi! Thank you for being here. I'm so excited to be here. So, Kirsten, let's start. Let's start. You were not three. I was not three. Your mother failed. I, <laughs> she did not we find failed. me. We found you too late. Yes. We found you too late. By the time we found Abby, I came into your dance studio, and I was a fully formed like teenager, and I was about to go into the college audition process for musical theater and about to graduate school, and so we were there for like the tiniest little moment of my life. But you were there to get your dancing That's, better. Yes. Because you and could I was, sing and you could act. But my dance but, my dance was, you know, we had, I was a dancer first, but then I, once I found acting and singing, I was, I went full steam ahead on that. Right. And I was like, well, this is what I want to do. you have a voice like that, you <laughs> should go full steam ahead. Uh, and we were kind of like the only game and I don't want to say only game in town. There were tons of dance studios, but not yeah. producing working professional dancers yes like i was you were and, right yeah i was pumping them out like yes the, like 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 Poy Park yes yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 it was like this so kirsten came in but i let you take the company competition team classes uh because why not i don't yeah. understand studios out there if you're a dance teacher and you get kids that walk in if they're of the level that they can take those classes, but they can't be on your team because they're involved in other activities yeah. or because they're driving an hour and a half or whatever, let them take the classes when they can get there. But see, in my studio, we tried not to. I don't know what your opinion is. This. Yeah. We tried not to work on competition routines during class. Yeah. We tried to save that for Thursday nights or the weekends. Uh, Monday, Tuesday was kind of just technique because I think but I think that's what like with with anything especially like the level that you're producing dancers and, and the level that you need to be at if you're if you're going to uh, pursue like a career in Broadway for example you need to be training at that level right so you need to be in class every night even if it's even if you're in the back and even if you're not at the level like because I was not at the level of your competition dancers like I I could not mm. kick my face well I could not kick my face I could tell a story very well but right. I could I could not kick my face and maybe hold a split and do the flips that that some of your girls could do like in their sleep right but you allowed me to take class and it pushed me and it, it got me to a point where I had the confidence to go into a room and not feel like I had to be a wallflower which I, I don't understand I will say that to, to your comment about the dance studios I I think every kid should be encouraged to take class get get just get in the room get in the room with these professionals that are that are teaching these master classes just get in the room and get that experience because Absolutely. there's nothing that there's these kids just need that and even if they fall on their face they'll learn so much from that right and I'm yeah. I was tough you were up <laughs> yeah. so Kirsten what was yeah. your first uh interaction with Abby like when you met Abby what was your I liked her I was I wasn't mean to so her. I knew she had something special so she I liked was her. I remember the first thing I did was I went into a room and you're like come 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 with me come with me come with me <laughs> and then I was like okay and you're like sing just just sing and then I sang something and then you're like okay and you and you grab some other people and you're like come 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 Listen to this girl sing. And I was like, oh. And I at, at that point, I have to say, like, my, my parents uh, were not from this line of work. And when, when I started singing a lot, they were kind of like, is she good? Is she annoying? Like, I can't really tell. And so, so I... So you're up singing. You had a so, voice lesson or you're in your bedroom yeah. or you're whatever. And they're like... They're like, does she really have it or does she? Yeah, they had no idea. So for people to, to start to be like, oh, she's kind of good. Like, it, it gave me the confidence that I think I needed because I was just kind of like, I knew I loved it. I knew it was fun, but I had no idea if it was actually a worthwhile pursuit. See, <laughs> I'm telling you something. And a lot of people tell me this, that I inspired you, mm -hmm. but that I, I saw you, I heard you, I looked at you, and I... I don't want to say pushed you because people take that the wrong way, yeah. but I believed in you. Yes. I believed in you from the get-go. And there's kids that I teach on Zoom all over the world. We go, I fly to Europe. Yeah. They show up in person. They're hugging and kissing each other. And I forgot about that, that on Zoom they made friends. Yeah. And they're screaming and running across the room hugging each other. 
but their parents say to me, you know, she went to dancing school, she competed, da da da. It wasn't until you highlighted her on Zoom and said, watch, everybody watch this kid do this trick, that they changed. Yeah. And it was like suddenly they had a path and they wanted to do this because Abby Lee Miller said they were good. Because Abby Lee Miller showed an interest in them. You have, you have created a platform for yourself where you are now like kind of like the the standard for like you you know good dance you know what what it that is and you have an eye for talent and you know what to say to people and you know exactly what what needs to what needs to change or what needs to be fixed or what needs to be Details. be yeah you 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 and you can zone in on it so quickly because of your because of your background so like you have you were such a, an, an incredible person to have in a room. So for a kid to get to dance in front of you is a, 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 like a, a gift of a lifetime. Aww. And then for you to for then and then for you to get actually get to give them feedback. Right. I mean, it must now, change their lives. Well, that's what I do now, all yeah. over the world. I travel. I go into the room with hundreds of kids. I teach and I do a little mock audition, and I cut and I cut and I cut. And do you tap? Raise your hand. Uh -huh. Do you do you do tumble? Did you do gymnastics? Okay, raise, so I get it down to maybe five, ten, thirty kids, depending on the size. Yeah. And uh, then I say, well, there's only one left. Then I say, well, there's only one thing left to do: sing. <gasps> and I hand the mic to my left, and they're in a line, and that's the face. They all go. <laughs> and yeah. in England, Ireland. There's a lot of these stage schools where they go after school for an hour and a half, and it's 30 minutes voice, 30 minutes dance, 30 minutes acting. Just an after school program in their school. That's so and great. so they can sing. Yeah. And they know a song from a show. They know which show it's from. They know who sang it. So that's good. America? No. They sing Happy Birthday. They sing Twinkle Twinkle. They laugh and they giggle, and I cut them. <laughs> and one kid will be able to sing. Yeah. So then I pull them downstage out of the line. And I say, okay, you're Lady Gaga or Taylor Swift or whatever. Yeah. You stand here. Then I pull two two bookends and then two more and two more, right? Yeah. So I have seven kids. And I say to the six, congratulations. You made it. You're backup dancers. <laughs> and they all go, uh. like they were all excited. And then they went, and I said, this person in front of you? is going to make more money, way more money, <laughs> like this much, and you're going to make this much. But you're still successful. You still yeah. made it. Your dance teacher is very proud of you. Yes. Everyone's going to come in your neighborhood. They're all going to come to the concert. They're going to see you standing behind somebody else that's getting paid more money. And they just, and I look at the parents and I'm like, the costumes, the hair, the rhinestones, the jewel, the earrings. You drive to these competitions. You spend all this money and your kid doesn't take a voice lesson? Yeah. Come on. Come on, get it together. Yeah. So they do. They learn. They learn very quickly. They learn that. Or very quickly that their kid sucks and they shouldn't be in it at all. They learn that quickly, too. <laughs> Leaving it all on the dance floor. Leave it on the floor. Leave it all on the floor. Okay, so you walk in oh and I God. said, listen to her sing. Yeah. Because your mother probably said she sings and acts yeah. and she's in a high school musical or whatever. And you're like, and my mom was like, I, I, she she has, she's, I was about to do the um, the college audition tour, which now which now has become so much more of a thing. I mean, even back, but back then when I was doing it, it was so highly competitive and now it's like tenfold. Um, and it's, you go to these schools and you, you, you do exactly what you just said. You do an audition and then they, you do monologues, you do songs, you do a dance call. And I just wanted to make sure that I was at the top of my game. And so my mom brought me in. I, I don't know how we found, I mean, you were like the, the, the studio of the, uh, like in Pittsburgh, but I, I forget who recommended you. But you weren't I, we that got, far. No, no, no. We weren't far at all. We I know. That's why so was like, she there. Mom, if mom. you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> why was she not three when she was there? Yeah. Why was she not three? Because mm. <laughs> she had four kids and she was like, you're, okay. you are you go here because it's close. You go here because it's close. Okay. <laughs> this is five right. minutes away. I didn't know. I just, you have a sister. Yeah. I have, I I have an older sister, a younger sister, and a younger brother. Wow. Oh, I didn't know the boys. Yes. I didn't know about the boys. Uh -huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. see, there if you would have had one, could have worried about her. I mean, yes, I would be very different. <laughs> That's right. Only <laughs> child. Yes. So. But I remember, I mean, I remember that happening, and then you're like, great, sign you up, and we signed up for classes, and I remember one of the first classes I went to, I was, like, so, like, terrified because your girls were, 
like they knew how to like they were like hair, makeup, nails, cute tard, cute, cute leotard, cute like like leggings and they they all looked so great and I was I came in and I was like felt like I was the <laughs> like don't really know what I'm doing and then um I took this one class where we had you were, we were doing stretches on a box to get like your split and I remember that was my first introduction and I was like what did I get myself into <laughs> but so then I adapted crazy. and I was like this is insane but then I adapted and then I started driving like I start it became part of my routine like I'd go to high school and then I'd, I'd have my snack and I'd change into my leotard and I drive to Salzburg Road yes. right mm-hmm. oh my gosh mm-hmm. and and it became like part of my thing and and I'm I'm so grateful that ex- for that experience and then you Let's, did the are thing we getting that, into like, it yeah are I was we, like and then she did it? the thing that like really changed my the trajectory of my life was there was an open call for Hairspray, which, like, at the time was, like, my favorite musical. I just won the Tony Award. They were doing an open call for the tour of Hairspray. and I It was wasn't like, open that long open? before the Tonys. No, it was – I think they opened in the spring, and the Tonys were in, in June. June. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it had just opened – well, just, three months. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I luckily saw it. I was here, uh, not for the opening or anything, but I was here that first month, saw the show – Knew what it was about. Knew what they needed, yeah. wanted, or what I was going to tell them they needed. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, so this is a big story. This is Kirsten and I. This is our story. This is our life together. The main thing. This is our story. Yes. We, and and so Abby, go ahead. Abby was like, "I'm taking some some students," and you know, like, God bless my parents. They were like, "Sure." So she, she said, "I'm gonna I'm gonna teach a full like my full night of classes, and then we'll get in the car at like 11 o'clock at night, and we'll meet in this parking lot in Monroeville, and we'll get in my car, and we'll drive to New York. We'll get there, you know, whatever." Like Why I've been doing this for years with kids. Oh, I didn't know that. But, How do, see? I thought this was like a one and a oh, no. no. Okay, so this was part of your routine. I, are okay, you kidding me? I, yes. So. Like, I wanted to wh- think I was special, Abby. Like, this oh. was the only... Yikes. <laughs> I'm just Yikes. kidding. I'm just Yikes. kidding. Yikes. Yikes. She was the only one I, I ever drove only... to New York. This was the only one. I didn't drive Asmaret's butt back 20 no. times. Oh, my gosh. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So, no. So was she, They were younger than you. She, no, was, older. Uh, she was a little older, I think. Older. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So... <laughs> she wasn't the only one. It happened a lot. So, you had this down. So, tell me. This yeah, was so, like... This was yeah, your routine. Yeah. This is my shtick. So, yeah. I... Johnson... Uh, Barney Telsey would call or Johnson... But they... Tells you a call and say, we need, uh, well, first, the poor secretary, Sandy Powers, was like, New York's on the phone. They're Broadway casting people. I didn't want to come in. Like, she doesn't want to come in the room and interrupt me, but I think you should take the call. So I go out, and it's, we need kids that look between 12 and 14 that do a left side aerial tomorrow at 4 o'clock. So then I'd go interrupt the ballet teacher, you know, and that didn't go well. And I and I said, hey, stop, stop, stop. Okay, who does a left side aerial? Raise your hand. I'm like, no, you're too little. No, you look too old. Okay, you you guys, show me your left side aerial. Fine, 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 fine. All right, you four, go out to the desk, call, because yeah, they don't have a cell phone. It's a oh while gosh, back. Course. It was right? like, yeah. So then they, I said, call your parents, tell them you have to be in New York City tomorrow at four o'clock. Oh my gosh! And the first kid would come in. You know, it's Pittsburgh. You know what we were dealing with mm-hmm. in my area, mm-hmm. and kids that came from far away, even yeah, and. Uh, Came in and I can't go. My I'm not allowed to miss school. Okay. Next kid comes in. My my dad said we just can't afford it. There's no way. Yeah. Our car won't make it. Blah blah blah. Next kid. My mom can't take off work. We can't go. Next kid. My dad said you're crazy. <laughs> and who took off work? I did. Yeah. Who got a sub to teach my classes? I did. Who drove? I did. I paid for the gas, the McDonald's, the whatever. Yeah. That's how it went. So So your situation was a little different. You guys were older. We were older. It and was I me took, and like Bethany and her, her sister. I forget her sister's name. Did, did I take her too? I feel like you took her little sister too. Oh. I, didn't I think she was too young. No, she was too young. I think but I think she just tagged along because oh, just Bethany to come. Okay. Just to like come. Yeah. So we get in the car at eleven o'clock at night. Oh my gosh. At the at the we meet where the turnpike is in Monroeville mm-hmm. to get on the highway to go to New York, and it's five hours and 20 minutes to yeah. Lincoln Tunnel. Yeah, That's what we did. <laughs> you know, I remember, and I remember you, like Abby, the consummate professional, was she took off classes, but you were working. I remember because I was in the like I was in the front with you. I totally remember you putting in different CDs, and you were trying to find um, competition solo songs. Music. You were like music, yeah. I, you were listening I, to, you that's listening how to music. That's how I looked in the car. 
was the way I would find it. Did I do it on the way home too? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, because we probably bought music at the Colony. Yes, we went to. Oh my gosh, Colony! My heart breaks every I time I walk through. I'm the like, Colony is a music store in LA. It's it's no longer. Or, I'm sorry, a music store here in New York City. It's no longer here, uh, but you bought sheet music, so. It's That's where the kids went to buy their sheet music. But also, they had this case that was locked up, and it had cabaret music and singers that produced their own CDs. And they sang in lounges and bars oh in New gosh. York City yeah. or Broadway people that produced their own songs. And I got a lot of my music there. Yeah. One, one of the songs. And the you would listen to it to. in the car? And I would play it way. in the car. Yeah. And wow. the co-pilot, whoever yeah. was the I, oldest or whatever, <laughs> sat in the front. Yeah. You got the front seat. And, and then I'd say, nope. Go, no, yeah, go, we'd like skip. Go, like skip. Like I'd listen to a bar. Like, I, I like one like line like, and I'd go, no, one, line, one more line, no. You, they'd give like their best, like not even eight bar cut. You were like, you'd hear the intro and they'd be like, shall we? Nope, next. <laughs> okay. Um, it was amazing. And so I was this like, was the pre-podcast world where you were not listening to a podcast in the car, but oh, you were listening no. to competition. We were listening working. to CDs, compact discs, Love. if you will. I had CDs. Did, yeah. They were yes. expensive. They were Some expensive. of those CDs were 50 bucks back wow. then because they were their the own. There was like 10 of them. Mm, you know, they yeah. produced them themselves yes. like a two CD set and they were 50 bucks. Yeah, I remember that. Oh my and I'd find one song on there, maybe, maybe not. Wow. So, Ugh. Kirsten, would you yeah. sleep in that car ride? or No, were, that, no. that time I did not. No. Well, I she think was, I was too excited, excited really. to sleep. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I was going to say, you were probably like wired. Like, okay, also, like, Were you also preparing for the audition yes. in the car? I mean, preparing for the audition, I also remember, it's, it's so funny the things that like, like I, I can't remember what I did yesterday, but this <laughs> this memory is like it, 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 like it's it's imprinted in my brain, like specific details. I remember there was so much construction on the Pennsylvania Turnpike, so there were all those like really bright lights because they they do the construction late at night. Yes. So yes. I remember that because I was co-piloting, I was. It, it, there was, it was so bright, mm. and it was like two lanes and like the median there. So it was, and I was like, we were doing Stressful. CDs. So it was, yeah. So it was. So no, and I, did, I, I did and not. I'm sleep. taking other people's children in my hands, in yeah. my car, yeah. on the highway. And I always drove a big like Escalade or something because yeah. I, the kids had to be safe. Mm-hmm. You know, people don't think about those things. Mm. Before no. a bunch of mothers were going to yell at me and tell me what to do, yeah. this was going on and no moms. No moms. Went. No, no, not a single. They were working or busy or had other kids. I, or had three kids at home. Like I still... Like, now that I have two kids, I'm like, how? my mom was just like, yeah, go for it. Like, I'm sure she had, like, a moment of, like, should I? Yes. Am but, I letting her go with this they, woman who owns this? But I remember we checked into the hotel at, like, 6 a.m., and then we got in line two hours later at, like, 8 a.m., and we had to stand in line. This is line. Open call. Open call for a big Broadway show tour, the first national the first tour. National so it's going to be equity. It's going to, right? Yeah, so, it's yeah, a big it was deal. E- it was huge. And so everyone, and it was the, the hottest show on Broadway. It just opened, as you said. And so everyone wanted to get into the show. And it was it was one of those, it was such a feel-good show. It was fun. And they looked, they needed so many different things. Because, and I think because of the movie, people knew what it was. Yeah, they knew what it was. Right. Yeah. But Kirsten, we had to figure out what song she was going to sing oh, at yes. the studio. Yes. I remember being in the den with you. Oh, my rehearsing gosh. Rehearsing yes. you. Do you remember that? Yes, because we were trying and, to figure and out. And you're like, what am I going to sing? And I'm going to say, this is, and then you gave me stuff. Yeah. But I'm going to put you on the spot right now. Yeah. Oh, my right gosh. Now. You ready? So I said, what do you have? Okay, now look at her. Look at her appearance. She is blonde. Uh-huh. She is this little girl that was from a, a more affluent area in Pittsburgh. And here she is. Now, what should she sing? That was what we were going to figure out, and we didn't, and I didn't know very much because I was I was young, and you know I would I listened to, I, I knew that the singers that I liked to listen to, and I would I would kind of like try to emulate, and so we had to come up with um, a nineteen like a sixty song because it was hairspray, and the oh. only one that I knew um, that came to mind, I brought the sheet music, and I said, Abby, I don't know, can I do this? And I was like, What like, you want? Baby, I got it, what you need, no, I got it. All I'm asking is for a little respect when you get home, baby, when you get home, respect. And it turned out to be the song that I sang, which nowadays I probably wouldn't be able to get away with, A, but B, it kind of worked because 
with Hairspray, it was like these white kids that were trying to emulate what the black kids were doing. Exactly. And they were told that they couldn't. And then the black kids wanted to dance with the white kids, but they were told they couldn't. Right. So it was, in a weird way, it was like... The perfect song. It's like the perfect song. Yeah. <laughs> the perfect song, because the skinny little white girl comes in and Aretha Franklin comes out. <laughs> and that's what happened. So... You're in line, you're in yeah. line, we're in line, we're in line. Somebody get a hot dog, somebody, we're in line. And then people go in, they come out. We're watching yeah. them. They go in, they come out. They go in, they come out. These two go in, Bethany comes out. Kirsten never comes out. Wow. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, what? What? She doesn't come out. She doesn't come out. Now, I might have this wrong. Yeah. Somebody comes out yeah. and says, are you with Kirsten? Yeah. Kirsten Bracken, that's her maiden name, Kirsten Bracken. And I said, no, Kirsten Bracken's with me. Let's figure that out right now. <laughs> <laughs> I never knew that. I was like, no, no but Kirsten Bracken's with me. And she, they were like, it was a guy. And he said, we want to invite you to the show tonight. That's right. And yeah. here's ticket. I want to give you tickets to the show. And I said, well, I, I just saw it. So I'll let. Bethany go. Yeah, that's and right. I went with Bethany. Yes. Yeah. And I said, she said, he said, she needs to see the show. And I said, okay. And then I don't, I think then finally you came out mm-hmm. a good hour and a half later. Yeah. Cause they taught me some, uh, they taught me a little cut of uh, Mama and Big Girl Now, the Amber part. But wait, this is your first big audition in New York City mm-hmm. for a Broadway tour. Yes. So give me your inside for all the people watching that don't know what that's like or, or, like I mean, dream. Of- I, had, I was naive. I had that going for me. I had, um, I didn't, I'd never done this before. So I had this like wide eyed, like I'm, I'm here for whatever's thrown at me. Right. And I, and my lack of experience really helped me because I. You didn't know to be nervous. I didn't know to be nervous. Or I, to freak out. Because yeah. you thought, I'm just a kid from Pittsburgh. My dance teacher brought me. This is like just fun. I, just exactly. Fun. Right. I, I literally went thinking, you know what? If I can go to college being like, you know what, I auditioned for a Broadway show once and I had that experience, I never, ever in a million years thought that I would actually, you know, maybe book it. It was, it was there, I was there for the experience. Right. And so because of that, I think it just allowed me to be open and free and almost like very much like a improv perspective, like a yes and. I was like, yeah, great, I'm here. Okay, sure, sure, sure. And, and a sponge. And it was, When yeah. they gave you a correction, important important, and I say this all the time, when you get a correction, you have to apply it and move on. It's okay to make mistakes, but make a different one. Yeah. You know? And so whatever they told her to do, she just did it. Yeah. You didn't overthink it. Absolutely. Right? And and being- Okay, so you're in the room. I'm in the room. And I remember it was the assistant. I just happened to get in the room with Craig Burns, who was one of the, it was one of the big guys at, at Telsey. I was very, very lucky that I just happened to get into the room with him. Because I think there were like three different rooms going. And they just, you know, whoever was up next, they're like, okay, you go in room number one. You go in room number two. And I just happened to get in, in his room. He took a liking to me. He saw something in me for the show. And the person behind the piano was the associate musical director at that time of so the I just show. of the okay. show so I just happened to get like the two heavy hitters I got in, really lucky you got in the right room I got in the right room door number I know whatever. door number two was like yeah, yeah, the okay. lucky door okay. I, I, I won the I hit the jackpot with that so because that Craig saw that and he was like okay let's just teach her the music right now and then when they saw that I could hit the watch me fly or whatever Amber had to do, they're right. like, okay, so she can hit the note that, like, you know, it's it's that it's that thing, like when they are looking for an alpha they're like, can you do the? Ah, great, you move on <laughs> to the next level right. because you have to hit that thing that, like, yeah. you know, twenty percent of the girls that walk in the room can do. So I did that, and then they gave me some sides, and then I, because I again knew nothing, I was like, great, I'm just gonna do a cold read, and I went with my first instincts. My first instincts happened to be correct with this character because she was obnoxious and well, because I also told her. Yeah. what it was about yes, before because I had just seen it. I mean, I just saw the show. So I could say, okay, this is the girl and she hooks up and she likes this guy. Yeah. And he, he's, yeah. And so, yeah. So, so Abby, without Abby's Cliff's notes, I probably would have been completely lost. <laughs> no, but no, 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 no. It's so true. I, like I, so I had, I had that in the back of my mind. I was like, great, great, great. Okay. And but I you just. You knew from the song too yeah. what it was about. And I, I'd listened to the soundtrack a lot. Okay. So I, so I kind of, I knew that. And also. See, I mean, she does her homework. I t- even without me yeah. or her mom and dad, she wanted it. She said, we're going to go to Hairspray. She listened to it over and over the soundtrack. Yeah. And that's what kids don't do. They don't do their You research. know what? It's it's so interesting. But I was I was also just such a, I was such a sponge and I'm such a, uh, I was such a Broadway nerd. Like I wanted to emulate those voices. And so I also, when I listened to soundtracks, I, I, I would try to like imitate how the girls 
sang. And that's what I feel like also helped me to, to kind of develop my belt because I listened to how they, oh, okay, so they navigated that by going like, da 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 and they, they, they used that and they – so I just by, by imitation really helped me to kind of develop my voice. And also for that specific audition, I knew exactly what the soundtrack sounded like. So I was like, oh, I could just do it like this. And, it, and I wasn't nervous about it because I didn't know it was a high note because I, I would listen to it on the soundtrack. And I was like, oh, I, I sing along with this all the time. It's fine. Mm. Right. Which was so – yeah. Everyone always asks me what kind of dance wear I recommend students have on in class. And I want you to wear something that complements your body and your lines and doesn't become hindering or bothersome when you're working on leaps and turns. Nothing should be flying around. I like bright colors or pastels, something that makes you stand out. Although if you're doing choreography and you're working on cleaning a number, Everybody should have the same color on. Whether everyone's in red or everyone's in black, just be uniform because then their routine is going to look better and both you and your teacher can get out of there sooner. That's for sure. The ALDC online store has new merchandise coming. You are going to love the new bra tops and the leggings. Back in stock for the holidays will be ALDC jackets. Everybody keeps asking for those jackets. Little ones want them. Teenagers want them. Even super fans want them. So you ALDC elites, if you want a jacket, they will be in to order for the holidays. Uh, now, do you have your warm-up socks, dance bags, hats, accessories? We have all that jazz too. We have hoodies and other fabulous logo wear, t-shirts and crop tops and sweatpants, you name it. We have it for the non-dancers out there too. Just a reminder, my logo wear is the only official logo wear on the market. You can only buy it from my store, not from any imposters with, uh, you know, bad design and bad quality. www.abbyleedancecompany.com. I'm offering you 15% off your first purchase by using the code A-L-D-C-E-L-I-T-E. That's A-L-D-C-E-L-I-T-E in capital letters at checkout. And yes, of course, we do ship internationally. Stop in to the ALDC LA Boutique Studio if you're in LA. If you're heading down to the beach in Santa Monica, stop by 11316 Santa Monica Boulevard and visit. You never know who might be there teaching. That's right. Come on in, say hello, get a picture taken with me, and uh, just don't interrupt the class or you will be on the bottom of the pyramid. So now you're in the room, yeah. the lucky room, door number two. The lucky room. And you get in there. And then I don't know really what happened, but a guy comes out, same, probably the same guy, and he finds me. We're outside now sunbathing. Yeah. The, the sun is beating down. <laughs> something's it, never it changed. Something's what? never changed. Something's never changed laying out Abby. in the sun. I have one kid in the room that I'm freaking out for, like thinking, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, what's, you know, this is crazy. Then I have another kid that didn't make it. Mm. So as a dance, as a teacher, you have to be like, oh, honey, I feel bad. And then, yeah. yay, I feel great. So we're there. And the guy comes out with a boom box. Wow. I don't remember this. Comes out with a boom box and a cassette tape and said, she needs to learn these songs <gasps> for tomorrow oh my or gosh. later. Yes, yes, yes. I oh had to carry the damn boom gosh, box. Gosh, I don't remember that. <gasps> do you remember that or no? Oh my gosh, I do now. But like that wasn't part of the story that I thought I remembered so well. My gosh, yes. And it was like a, it was like the parts. It was a cassette. To, oh my gosh. Yes. So oh he comes out with this thing. So now they're going to the show. I don't have a date. I'm out of a show tonight. <laughs> and and I have a boombox, and I have to take this kid somewhere in New York and make sure she knows these two songs. Oh my gosh, that's right. And we. Uh, I think, did we go back to the hotel? That I don't remember. I'm like, did we I rent it? I don't know. I'm like, we either rented my the story, studio at Ripley Green or we... My, no, maybe No, I think we, we just did. went to the hotel. I, I don't know. My story ends there. Yeah. Because, yeah. And then I think back, uh, Michael, I think back to my success with yeah. iTunes. And I think about two kids I'm doing right. a song okay. and doing a video. Okay. They both went to number one on iTunes. Uh-huh. And in the United States the UK and Australia, and yeah, I've never seen a penny. And then I hear you, and you tell the story, why didn't I do the song for you? 
Why didn't I? Abby, You why? know, I think back and I think, well, it's why not am I not too investing late. in a kid that's a singer and not a kid that was a, not a good dancer who... <laughs> Because I, I, who, I, I wouldn't people want to listen to like an old Broadway mom now and just like. <laughs> oh my we God. Go well, Dance Moms, yes. maybe the new show should be called Broadway Moms. Broadway Moms. Yes. I have Let's a lot of them. We're trademarking it. TM. Yes. Yes. And but our I'll struggles also, in New York with strollers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that could be a whole thing. Oh my God. Struggles the, with strollers. It, it's being written. It's yes. being written right now. Passing yes. off babies. I literally had a friend that was running late to their half hour call and they I was at the time I was living on 45th Street they stopped in front of my building they passed their baby off and they kept going to their show and I was just like and we take baby we put baby in bedroom we go to my call my husband like it was just like a passing it's just we, we you have to do you, you, you have make to do. it work you make it work this crazy All right, back business. to the story yes. back to the story back to the story so I get the boom box we learn, you learn the song. I learned the song. You and I remember back. I got a slip of paper for a callback because I didn't have an agent. So like there was, and I didn't have a, a service. I, I was, I mean, I, was I had, <laughs> um, so I had like a slip, I read out a slip of paper and it was like, they knew who Kirsten. I was though. Oh yeah. They knew who I was. Uh, maybe from Mark, my, I don't know. Who Someone, they, yeah, they, yeah. They, but they called the studio for people yes. all the time. Not for this, but they would call if they needed somebody that was like crazy dancer. Okay. Yeah. So go ahead. So I just, I just remember I would get, I got the slip of paper. And I, it was like, it was like American Idol that you got this like special slip. And I was like, it, it just had all the information for like where the callback was and like what I had to learn and had my name on it. And then, and then I went back for a callback and that it, it ended up that like at that point, it, what they're like, you're, you're not quite like, I don't know if I was too young. I, I forget the wording they used. They're like, we really, really like you, but like it's it right now it's not the right time. So I like went back to Pittsburgh and then I get a call my senior year of high school and they're like we want you to come in for another callback. I was like, what? I just, you know, I'd written it off. I was like, okay, Random. fine. Right. And I went in, and again, it wasn't the right time. And then I happened to get into Carnegie Mellon, and I went and I started my freshman year at Carnegie Mellon. And then the summer of my freshman year, I got an, a, a, another call, and they're like, hey, we're casting a tour again. We want to see you again. Because, like, I was in, in their files, and then that time I actually booked it. And I was like, wow. She got the role of Amber. I got the role. And I was like, of Amber what do I do? in a national tour of Hairspray. And I hemmed and hawed, and I didn't know what to do. And I'd no, already, I think your dad stepped in. Too. I mean, I think my parents stepped in a little bit too. I had already spent a year at Carnegie Mellon, where it, it's it's an amazing program. I was right. I was there for musical theater, and they you know they spent the first couple years like stripping you down, and they're like take everything you knew, know and throw it out the window and you have talent, but like talent isn't enough. You have to have, the, you have to build on the fundamentals of acting and fig- figure out all these things and, and learn technique. And and so I had spent a year doing that and I was like, I want to keep going on this path, I think. And I, I, I didn't know with longevity of careers, I didn't know if I decided to take the job, if it would be like I, t- I took the one national tour and that's it, and then I, d- I did my I did my one Broadway show and then I couldn't work again. Oh, so I was no. I was no I had like all these no. so I Sweet so hearts. I decided to stay at, at school because I was like I need to learn how to be an actor because I I was like when I can't pony anymore because my knees are broken when <laughs> <laughs> when I get too old and and my vibrato is like large enough to drive a truck through I need to like I I want to be an actor like I want to be able to tell stories still so. I stayed in school, and I, I. There were days that I was like, it was the right decision, and there were days that I was like, I, what am I doing? I should have I taken that. Yes, I could be getting paid. Getting paid. And no one would tell me what to do. Oh my gosh, right. there was one teacher at Carnegie Mellon that just did. I could, I could do nothing right in his eyes, and he hated me with a passion. And there were days that I was. And like, you're paying that person. Oh yeah, Don't I'm paying the money. Part? Yes, I'm like, mm, I'm paying you money to yeah. say that I'm awful cool. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> I digress. Um, but he tells he didn't need. He didn't but, tell me I was awful. They told me they wanted me. But I was like I could have been. Yeah. So I had yeah. I had like that whole like up and down, and then the universe in the crazy way it does. I graduate from college and tells he um, I do a showcase in New York. I do a showcase in L.A. I get an agent. Um, casting directors come and see me, and I get a call from Telsey, and they're like, "Hey, we want to see you for Hairspray on Broadway." And I was like, "Hey, I've been here before. It's great. Um, I know we've I've done this. We've we've." We've done this dance before. I think I know the steps still. Yes. Um, and uh, I was a lucky enough that they did not hate me for turning down the show because you never know. You never know. And B, I was lucky that I was still age appropriate. Mm. And um, 
I got the same exact role and I went to the Broadway show uh, like a few months after I graduated college. So the universe in a wonderful way kind of said, here you are. <laughs> Doesn't get much better than that. I, honestly, I wanted to take the show. I mean, <laughs> defer, honestly, defer the school, take the show, you do, it, go to school. do it and go back. Only because, here's why. Yeah, tell me. Because I think sometimes kids, you, mm-hmm. uh, you're still a kid to me. I am a kid. Kids don't understand what that life is like. The getting a, a show. And you're yes. a tour. Oh, a tour. A tour is, yes. Yes. And being on the bus or the plane and doing that and night after night after night and the people that you're with and maybe you don't like them, maybe they're not your type of people, whatever. And so I thought, you know what? She's going to school for this subject. Yeah. And she's already got a job offer for what she's going to school for. So take it and just see, maybe this life isn't for you. Yeah. Maybe you want to teach in a university. Maybe you want to teach in a public high school for theater. You know, maybe you're going to go, whoa, I think I'm going to be an engineer because I did not like that life. Because it that, is. That, it's, it's, a, it's a different life than what you were used to. You came from a nice background. You had a mom and dad that were together. You had a family. Yeah. And that ro- life on the road is different. It's a whole other, right. other bag of tricks. Yeah. So that's why I thought, boom. And then, you'd have, you know, when you're doing this, you come to New York and you get the door slammed in your face. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. For years. So now kids are coming from high school it's happening to them. Yeah. You're coming out of college. Now it has to happen to you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, boom. But Carnegie Mellon University is a very prestigious university in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It, some of the alumni are? Uh, Billy Porter, Ted Danson, Renee Elise Goldberry. Goldsberry, um, uh, oh, my gosh, Megan Hilty. Uh, I'm like, Aaron Stanton. Go ahead. But a lot yeah. of people also went there and never graduated. Mm-hmm. They went there freshman year or sophomore, junior, and yeah. they got a gig over the summer and never went back. Yeah. I think William Hurt. Uh, uh, no? I feel like... Holly Hunter. Hunter. Yes, Holly Hunter. Um, a they lot of told people, her she had a horrible voice and she'd they, never make it as an actress. Because she could never lose that, like, yes. her, um, like kind of her, like the dialect that she has. Yeah, it's so, so interesting. So, I'm, so many people went there. It's very prestigious. Yeah. And... Uh, oh, Jonathan Graff was supposed to be my class, but then he deferred because he got the National Tour of Millie. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so there's lots. Of, I mean, there's yes, there's a too, lot. But I think of, your mom and dad. Um, Josh Groban went there. Yes, he left. I, he left. Yeah, too? he yeah. left. Yeah. A lot of very famous people went and left. Yeah. Uh, Sutton Foster went and left. Oh, she went there. Yeah, she went. I think she went there for maybe a year or two. Her and, and her brother Hunter Foster went to uh, Suzette's. Suzette's. A, a in, different in, dance studio. In uh, they're, oh, they're from Pittsburgh. No, they're not. They're not Pittsburghers? No. Why do I think they're Pittsburghers? They're from Michigan. Oh, maybe because I got the Carnegie Mellon thing mixed yeah, in no, with that. They're, they're from Michigan, Suzette's they went to. Oh, amazing. Okay. They weren't competition kids either. They weren't? They just showed up for the advanced dance classes. But they didn't like sign the contract and do all the And crap. do all the competitions. Yeah. yeah. No, but they no. both are extremely yeah, talented. Extremely talented. You know, honestly, and, and you know, I, a lot of people say, like, you know, no regrets, like, never look backwards. But yeah, I, don't. I, do, I do wonder what would have happened. But I also... Well, I can tell if, you what would have happened. You would have ended up in New York City after the tour. You would have had roommates already. And you would have gotten Spring Awakening. I would have gotten Spring Awakening. And then... then who, yeah. From then on. From then on, yeah. yeah. But it's so, it's so interesting. I, I don't I, know if I, I would... I sit there and see shows and I'm like, why is she not in this? Where is she right now? She's eating pizza or a hot dog. I mean... I mean yeah. Why is she not here? No, that was just that show because it was like kind of it was, no, right it, after that, yes. after you would have gone. It, was, it would have been back. right, yeah. yeah, and I would have been the right exact age because they yeah. actually wanted to cast the kids that were like 16, 17, and 18. They were so young. Right. Yeah, because a lot of them are my peers now. Like a lot of the, the original Spring Awakening people I, I do shows with. And I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, of course. Who did that? Spring um, that was Leah Michelle and Jonathan Groff. And, um, no, who, oh, who, oh, oh, who, who produced? I don't know who did that show. Have you worked with Leah Michelle? I have not. Okay. No, I'm no, just curious because I've I've heard T and I don't really hear many positive things about oh, Leah Michelle. You know, and I would love her to prove us wrong if you'd I, like to come on, leave it on the dance floor. Well, <laughs> she just worked with, with John Michael. And yes, when yes. we have John Michael on, maybe he'll spill some tea on that. I'm all sure friends, she's great. I have to like say, all my friends at, at Funny Girl have said she's wonderful things. Yes, I'm sure. And she's I think trying to I think she was. Rumors. Yeah, I yes. think I think she she knew that she was walking into something and, and had to and yeah, you know, I mean, had to be above and beyond, and also the 
is like her dream role. So like, yeah, why yeah. wouldn't she? Fought, she fought why wouldn't she be anything but just like grateful and like and 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 thankful to be you know? And in the this. tickets went up quadruple. With yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, I heard she was so. fantastic. Yeah, and it I seems. I wish I got to see it. Yeah, it seems like she's been really good with that. Yeah. But uh, let's talk about some of your other experiences. Oh yeah. Wait wait wait. wait. So oh yeah. Sorry. Oh yeah. Go. <laughs> gets the job. The show closes. The show closes. I oh, know. Oh no! How I long? Um, I was in it for a year. Okay. And, um, yeah, I did a year. I did a I year because I went you in. Did a year as Amber it, on Broadway? And I didn't it, see it again. It's. A, I I only went. I only took over as Amber. I, I went in as Luann, which oh, okay, is which okay, is the okay, Amber okay. cover, and then I took over as 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 Amber during that like end of my um, run. I, you know, run if you will, and um, I got a show. Oh gosh, th- this is another thing. Like, I, I got a show called Minsky's. There was this new show that was happening in LA, The Amundsen. Um, Casey Nicola was directing and choreographing, and uh, Charles Strauss with the music was Susan Birkenhead, and it was uh, Bob Martin wrote the book, and it was it was based on this um, like burlesque movie called The Night They Read Minsky's. It was going to be really fun. I was like the youngest yeah, one in the cast. Follies. Yeah, it was. It was, like, it was yeah, based on that. It was based right. on that. So um, I was so excited to do it, and so I put my notice in. And that week, they said that they were closing, oh. so, but I couldn't retract my notice. So, like, I could have done d- double duty, like, rehearsed oh. during the day and then done the show at night. Um, actually, because some people that were in the cast were also in Minsky's and did that. Um, so I was so sad. because So I left the show with, like, a month left. Your oh. agent should have. I know. Stinks. I was so sad. He I was like, I was like, you put that in. Like, should have waited to see. I, yeah. Because I, I remember. I was like, no. It's I fine. That doesn't count. It doesn't um, count. It doesn't no, count. No. But I, w- I was going to say this. Um, so going back to the... the um, but Nowadays, Broadway paychecks. If I know two said. Broadway, che- which, which during the day she was working for that, and during the night I would have been a bag of bones. Like I would have been exhausted and a bag of bones at the night. But it would have been. Re- hey, I had a friend from Pittsburgh that did the double. Both no, she did the blue and the gold cast of Radio City. Are you serious? Rockets. Yes. Oh my gosh, yes. she must have been a workhorse. I mean, they couldn't find anybody that was six feet. Five eleven and a half to be the center rocket. So they asked her if she wanted to do both casts, and she said yes. She did it. Did she? I hope she, she negotiated. Came home and a house. Yeah, there you go. There, I, I there. hope she did that, and I hope she negotiated like full massages, like uh, twice. I don't think she did that. <laughs> um, she walked home and walked up another, you know, yeah, flights of steps. Um, oh, I was gonna say. So my husband and I both teach now. Um, on on top of like acting and, and doing shows and stuff, and I have to say, if I was in the same situation that I was in back then. I don't know if I would have made the same decision. Nowadays, there are so many programs out there. They're amazing programs. But there are so many programs out there that kids are going to that might not have, you know, the the training ground that like a Carnegie Mellon or like University of Michigan will. Yes. And I don't know if going to a program for four years and spending that much money and leaving it with that much debt would be worth not take, taking the show, you know? Mm. So it's it's a case-by-case basis. But a lot of kids now, I'm like, you know what? If you want to try it, do it. Not too long ago, I was in the hospital fighting for my life, fighting a very rare form of cancer, Burkitt lymphoma, choking my spinal cord, knocking at death's door, and having to go through 10 very invasive rounds of chemotherapy. I never thought I'd be able to stand on my own two feet again, let alone teach dance. It wasn't until Dancers Against Cancer visited me during my recovery to help in my time of need that I realized their incredible mission. They have created an alliance in the dance community that provides financial support and inspiration to dance educators, choreographers, studio owners, dancers, and their families who have been impacted by cancer. The I'm a Dancer Against Cancer campaign was founded in 2012 in response to the loss of a young dancer from cancer. Since then, it has become a beacon of hope in the dance community, uniting dancers all over the nation. Join the fight against cancer and help make a difference with the dance community. For more information on how to get involved and make a one-time or even monthly donation, please visit imadanceragainstcancer.org backslash donate. Again, please Get involved and make a difference within the dance community. Visit imadanceragainstcancer.org backslash donate. Well, I'm glad I, to hear you say that. Now, yeah. now, there's, for parents and kids that are watching, listening, yeah. 
there's different situations, and I used to get a lot of flack. Well, your kids don't go to college, and they need a degree in dance, and da da da. I'm like, no, you don't need a degree in dance unless you want to teach in a university or at a performing yeah. arts high school in a public school district, something like that. That's fine. However, uh, the, I'm trying to think of where I was going with this. Uh, However, the, the not going kids, to college versus yeah yeah no. The, I, I was going somewhere with this. It was about the when you I get flack about not sending, but there's a difference between a child from an affluent family or a you know upper middle class family who is getting into Carnegie Mellon University and mom and dad are going to pay. Okay, that's that's one issue. Or let's take that same dance studio. Let's take another kid whose mom and dad have nothing. And the kid's grades aren't great. She barely gets into a state school mm -hmm. and she's going to live at home and drive back and forth. Now, that's two completely different things. So this kid should, and is going to be in debt and borrow all this money to go to school. They should try the dance thing. They should take the tour. They should do this. Yeah. A kid who's not, whose mom and dad are going to pay or, or, or whatever, and they got into this prestigious school, do it. Go for it. So I think everybody has their own situation yeah. that they hit at, you know, Mark, for example. Yeah. He wasn't going to college. He he was moving to New York City and every day freaked out and called me on the phone and told me what kind of ham sandwich he had that day <laughs> and, and was out of, I mean, just nuts. Yeah. Until I tapped Linda Haberman on the shoulder sitting at a dance competition at the Marriott Marquis and... I'll have to save that story for another time. Yes. Yeah. And uh, but and then he got Radio City and then he got Footloose and then you know, yeah. it just happens. But he didn't want to go to school. He didn't he wanted to get out of high school as fast as he could. Yeah. So there's different strokes for different folks. Absolutely. And everybody has their Absolutely. own path. But yeah. like you said, now there are so many programs and I think COVID taught the world something yeah. with kids going to school at home because that was taboo. Oh, when Dance Mom started, none of those people would let their kids because my business would have flourished had those kids came and, you know, we did all the shooting before four o'clock. Yeah. And then after four, it was regular dancing school. Yeah. That would have been great. But nobody was going to homeschool. Oh, no, 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 no. And when Maddie was almost going to fail flunk and have to repeat fourth grade or fifth grade yeah. because of the SIA video, it was like all of a sudden, oh, we're homeschooling. Oh, yeah, this is good. This is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is great. That's so Come crazy. On. Kirsten. Yeah. When yeah. they were filming Dance Moms, had you ever gone back to the studio to see all of that chaos? No, Never I wish once? I, no, because uh, that was, it started probably when I was in college and then I'd moved to New York and yeah. I have to say like, I was very, you know, no, I'm knocking on wood, it already happened, it's in the past, but I was like, I was really, really lucky and mm -hmm. I kind of hopped from show to show to show and I, I didn't Love really that. go home very much. You were I, too busy, you had was, better <laughs> stuff to do. No, I just, All right, so we're gonna, really we're gonna get into yes, the rest of, course. of the career, but, yeah. but before that, so, you're in New York, yeah. you're working, you're doing a show, and there's this TV show on. Mm -hmm. And it's your dance teacher where you went. Yeah. What was the first reaction? Everyone, I was like, oh. I mean, okay, I have to say, at that time, I was like, reality TV was still kind of like new. a new thing. And I had been approached to do the, real, the, the Grease reality show, and I had been approached to do the Legally Blonde reality show. And... Dummy Kirsten was like, um, I, I don't think, you know, I don't know if reality TV is going to stick. So I literally was like, I was like, no, I don't want to audition for their shows. Like, I think, I think that's like, I, I, I didn't. somebody do this. Did, maybe Ellie, actually, maybe she yeah, did she, one of them. Yeah. yeah. And I, yeah. I probably totally should have done them because I have friends who did them. And like, they, they, they weren't scandalous. No, they weren't shows. scandalous at they all. Yeah. But I, I had this idea. I was like, I'm an actor and I'm going to do shakes. Like, I just, I, I, who knows? But like, serious, serious. I was, do, I was, I was a serious actor. Um, now I'm like, why didn't you do it? Uh, but I just, and I also, I was like doing shows at the time. So like, it wasn't that I, 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 I not that I didn't need the work, but like, I just, I, I was busy right. with doing something else. So I was right. like, no, and no, it no, it's okay. like, I've been sitting here for three months, yes, not exactly. working, I'll take it. Yeah, let's Yeah, it. I was like, oh, I'm doing this show, it's fine. Like, thinking that like, you know, something else would yeah. come up. So but I remember, TV. so the reality TV, so I did, so that, so the show came on, um, I watched a couple episodes and I was like, oh, that's like, that's the woman I know, but like they're they're painting her to be a little bit more harsh than I remember. Like I remember I was like you demanded respect. You did not, you know, you were not gonna I was not gonna talk back to you, but I was like, oh, but they're really painting her in a way that she seems like she could be a lot scarier than I remember. 
paper. I'm like, and she then was scary, but not that scary. But not that scary. And then I remember people started to come up to me. And they're like, "Wait, isn't that the dancer that you used to go to? Like, is she really awful?" And I was like, "Actually, no." But like, it's it makes really good TV. And people were like, "I'm obsessed with the show." And I was like, "I know, it's kind of amazing." And I have to say, I I didn't watch much past the first season because life you know yes, life happens yes, yes. and um but i never i never got the chance to go back and see the wow. chaos i would have liked i would have loved to it just wasn't i would have a- loved to have her on oh, and meet the kids they it, wouldn't let me do anything those first two years were no yeah and I, I i know one of the kids one of my guy dancers uh they were talking about it yeah in an audition he overheard people talking about it and they're like wait hey aren't you from pittsburgh and yeah and it's like but do you know that lady? He's like, know her. I slept with her. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> in the bed, you know. No, or I've been in her Escalade. The, no, like, you know when yes. when you have to go to these dance conventions. There's ten people in the room, yes. and we're all like sideways in the beds, you know. And 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 it was like the talk. It was oh a big gosh. deal at the time with the dance community here. Yeah, yeah. And all the kids, you know, and it was young a huge dancers. It was thing. It, it was, was a huge, huge yes. thing, and I it was really special to feel like I was like, ah, oh, I was I was like a tiny part of that, like that this this explosion of like. Of the Abby Lee thing. It was it's, crazy. It's pretty crazy. How crazy is it that you don't have the studio anymore? Yeah. It's sad. It's sad. I never, ever thought that that building that I built from the ground up would be anything but a dance studio. Yeah. I tried to give it to the Ice family. Jessica Ice was there yeah. for a while in yeah. New York. And, and uh, I tried to give it to Gianna. She's just not ready to go back to Pittsburgh yet. Yeah. Yet. That yes. kills me. My godchild was the plan, yeah. Sandy Powers' granddaughter. Yeah. Uh, that was the plan, and she was going to come to AMDA, and it was COVID. I mean, she that's the year she, she graduated. It's March, April, May. Yeah. She graduated, was coming to AMDA to do two years here and then two years in L.A. And, I mean, whether she ended up a professional dancer or not, I don't really know. She loves it. She loves theater. She's a beautiful girl, yeah. gorgeous legs and feet. But I just wanted her to live in New York for two years. Yeah. That, I thought that's just to say you lived in New York for, for yes, during of your young life. Yeah. And they wanted her to come to AMDA, do the classes in her dorm room on Zoom, but pay the tuition. What? And her dad was like, she has a keys to a beautiful dance studio that she can go in and do it on Zoom from there. Yeah. Why can't Why? she just live at home and do it? The whole point of going to AMDA is to live in New York City and go see the shows and yes. stand in line at TKTS and be submerged in this life and go to the museums and this, yeah. that. And that's not going to happen. So then just a year went by and she ended up going to school for, they took so many, 12 kids or something, into uh, an esthetist with oh with uh esthetician oh sorry oh yeah. different thing wait stop no 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 different paycheck no wait. esthetician um, and an esthetician yeah. and do facials and yeah. then she did eyelashes and now she, i think she's giving botox yeah so oh, wow that's what she went into she loves it she opened her own business right but i wanted her to open it in my studio i'm like take my office make it a thing take studio <laughs> c let's make it a thing and you have all those mothers right there yeah you don't need to be a dance teacher like i was and own a studio. People own a lot of dance studios now that are business people, and they just hire the staff. Yeah. They're not even dance teachers. You could do this, but she wanted Oh, my gosh. Them. And she could do a one-stop shop where the moms could get Botox while they waited for their kids <laughs> I said that. dance. I said that. Oh, my thing. gosh. She would make out like hotcakes. But you know yeah. what's crazy Only. is that Abby is just all over the world now. I know. You're too busy. She. It's just it the, was, ALDC is a worldwide franchise now. And the chair is very difficult in Pittsburgh. Yeah. With the hills, yeah. the n- lack of sidewalks, the steps. I mean, it's just hard. It's, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. When I went back and shot season eight, I lived at the nursing home that my mother died in. That was weird. I lived there because I could wheel over oh to gosh. the studio to shoot. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And this was right after she had recovered from cancer from, and everything. So having the gosh. you know the nurses there is just... It, it was easy. It yeah. was easier. It, yeah, yeah, it was easier. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right. So take the kids through... Yeah. Your career. So we started. So we started at Hairspray. That was my Broadway debut. I was, it was amazing. Um, I went and did a show out in LA called Minsky's. It unfortunately 
that's when 2008 happened, which the mm. market crashed. And oh, so they I pulled the plug on that moving to Broadway. I thought that was going to be like my first Broadway debut. Um, and then I popped around doing like a bunch of regional shows. And then I did um, a my like I feel like my big thing was I, I did the 2011 revival of Stephen Sondheim's Follies. And I got to play young Jan Maxwell. Who, um, and I didn't see that show. Bernadette Peters. I've never seen Follies. Oh, my gosh. It was so we did it at the Kennedy Center and we thought it was just gonna be a Kennedy Center thing. And um, we got to work with uh, Stephen Sondheim was in the room with us. And he rewrote some of the like some of the book was rewritten for this revival. And. I, you know, I worked with Bernadette Peters and and Danny Burstein and Ron Rains and Jan Maxwell and Jane Howdeshout, just like in Mary Beth Pe- these these amazing like titans of theater were in this room and it's a show about um, the ghosts of the past and I got to be one of the young ghosts and one um, young Phyllis and, and that was kind of my big thing and then um, we moved to Broadway. I got to record my first ever Broadway cast album um, with How quick does, Stephen is, Sondheim is in the room. Is that like one day? It's, it was, you know what, because of the size of the cast, it was about a 40-person cast. Okay. And it was a full orchestra, so it was also like yeah. that huge orchestra. And um, because it was the magnitude of the show, it was Sondheim, it was orchestrations by Jonathan Tunick. It was, so we had, I think, two or three days in the studio. But okay. usually, it's a one-stop. That's usually, what I thought, yeah. Yeah, when I recorded then, um, so right after Follies, I did um, a, a new musical called Big Fish. Unfortunately, it didn't last very long, but it was I Susan Stroman. Oh my gosh, I got to work with Susan Stroman. Um, I played opposite Norbert Lear, oh, but- I, I had a stress oh. story, but Yeah, no, 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 go. no, I was no, gonna no, say, no. that was that was like mm-hmm. a one-day thing. That was quick, 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 quick. Um, but for Follies, I think too, because they had such heavy hitters, like I remember Bernadette had a couple days um, in the studio, mm-hmm. and you know so they want to really make just sure. for everyone to know now, so she's not in the chorus. With the dancers, right? So she started in Hairspray, <laughs> and she was a cover for the lead, and then she became the lead on, right? And then, so each show after that, she is now a part. You look in her pro, in your, you look in your playbill, and it says Kirsten Scott, Jenny what, Hill, or yeah, Kirsten yeah, Scott, yeah, Young yeah. Phyllis, yeah, right. It says the name and who she is, rather than ensemble. And there's all the dancers under there. Just let me know. <laughs> Did you have uh, Abby Lee Dance Company in your? You know what? I didn't because I didn't. I, the beginning I did okay. because I said thank you because the hairspray was. Yeah. I was like you were. Direct- and then I Go also ahead. got a letter from you. Well, oh yeah, because I got a note from you when you got hairspray. Hairspray, telling me the lovely, lovely. I think I'm sure I still have it. <laughs> lovely, lovely letter handwritten that she. You know, that I took her and then that she, that was her Broadway debut. It was weird, wasn't it? Yeah. That ends up being the it's show just, that she yeah. gets. It's, it was, and they said to you, anyway, how yeah. was school? They you did. told me that they in the letter. Did. And she walked back into the audition four years later <laughs> and they looked at you and said, so, how was school? And I was like, good, I think I learned something. So keep going. You did Follies. Yeah. I did Follies, did I did Big Fish. fish. Um, and then I went to Company of Jersey Boys. Um, and then most recently I did, um, I opened the company as Sherry of the 10th anniversary Rock of Ages, Woo! which Abby came and saw me do, which was so much fun. And that's the last show I did when it got shut down for COVID. And that was so sad because we hadn't, we, we were almost, we were about to be have been open for about a year. And it was just that show was so much fun. It was so athletic. And it I feel like it was the first show that like I was dancing. dancing I was dancing my out. face off full out. I was singing full out. And it's a really it, Sherry's actually a very tricky acting role because she has she she goes through a lot of transitions, but it's also written in this very um like a crazy comedic style. Um the book writer it was it, it's brilliant in, in in his comedy, but it's very specific. And um so it was it was really fun, but then yeah. But we, that's the big lead. Sherry's <laughs> Sherry's the star of it. This is the big lead. And you see this sitting before you today, and she's in black leather and trashy <laughs> and this and that, but then she isn't because I know it's her. And she's it's a like, stripper with a heart of gold. That's right. She may there wear you go. she may wear those and stripper she can boots, belt. And she can belt. And she can belt. And she yes. can work a pole. Um, but that's uh so and then I COVID hit and I, you know, because we, we were off for so long, I ended up having uh two babies. Married, 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 married and had two babies. Let me say, but yeah. you married and then have two babies you got married in no i got married um we, we got married young um i got married back in 2009 so Ooh. i've been married right a very long college. time right well, after yeah. college yeah, yeah right after college yeah. and yeah. then you became a broadway mom and then yes. i became a broadway mommy and she yeah. is married to another actor <laughs> yes his name's matthew scott and he's also been in four broadway shows and oh actually i forgot we did a national tour. we did a broadway national tour together we did uh, an american in paris oh. um so i started oh. as milo in that um 
and oh, I, I toured the country with that. Big dance show. Yes. Yeah, that's a big dance show. Yeah, Milo oh. doesn't dance so much. She does. She does a little, a little like partnering with with the Jerry, but that's about it. Yeah. So no point shoes. There you me. have it. This is a kid from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, who came to the ALDC, who didn't compete and run around, whose mom and dad I rarely ever saw, and uh, she made it on Broadway. And kids <laughs> always ask me where, and I go, "There's only one Broadway." There's one Broadway. There's one Broadway. There's a West End that tries to be Broadway. Sorry, folks, it's not. And there's one yeah. Broadway, and she's yeah. here. I'm and very she's lucky. Living the life. Yeah, and I got to. I, I've dabbled on some TV shows, so like I, I get. To, I, I tell. I did tell. an episode of The Good Fight. Opposite, I played. Um, oh my gosh! Oh, I saw that. Oh I my gosh! <laughs> I speaking of Sherry. Yes. I, <laughs> um, I played an alter. I played. Um, my gosh, Christine Baranski's alter ego in that, which was very fun. The leads. The uh, Chris, alter yes, ego. her alter ego. Um, you know, I did Christine Baranski. Yes. yes, yeah. I did some the Good Fight. I did Elementary. I did Quantico. I did. Um, I did background on um, Elementary. Oh, really? Yes. 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 I like that set. Right. That it was, was a nice. It was set. nice. Yeah. 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 My God, it feels like forever ago. Right. Well, it, that was. Weird. I mean, it's it, they wrapped years ago. I now. think I was thirteen. Oh, who? Uh, okay. No. And moving on. No. Um, <laughs> no. I mean, well, I no, no. I was sixteen. Yeah. What was, was it like doing background? I loved I doing background so work. About... I, I honestly, I know this isn't about me, but I would no, love no. to do background again. It's just so hard with time. I work a full time job. Obviously, I work with Abby. We do the podcast. There's just a lot of stuff going on yeah. in my life, and I feel like I'm just so grateful I got to do that when I was younger. That my parents took off of work. That they drove me yes. to New York. That they drove me yeah. to New Jersey. They drove me to Connecticut. They just uh, really got me into that. It was fun. It was a lot of waiting around. So if you guys want to do background, just have patience. Yeah. Um, it's good money though. It's it's good say, and you don't do money. yeah, and you don't do that much. Um, I recommend listen, you gotta look where that camera is. And you know, the, the directors the director isn't always gonna tell you to go somewhere near the camera. So you do that yourself. <laughs> Wait for them to tell you to not go near the camera. <laughs> Could That's you right. not yeah. cross through the scene that's yes. happening? If yes. you don't mind, because there um, is an actress. Little yeah. boy over there. But, don't move. Yeah. Stay right where you are. Yeah, but it was it was really fun. I, I recommend kids should do it. Even if you don't if you don't get like the lead, who cares? Who cares? Just go. You get I, to. It's a great experience. I will say because the first time the first time I was ever on a set, um, uh, or the second time I was ever on a set, I did I did a like an independent film. But then the second time I was ever on a set was I did I did Quantico and I was on set like opposite Priyanka Chopra. Um, yes, Priyanka uh, Chopra. Yeah, Chopra. Thank you. Now Priyanka I was, Chopra Jonas. I'm sorry. Yes. I was opposite Priyanka Chopra and. Um, it was it was like it was so much because there's so many yes. things that are being thrown at you and that I'd never heard the, like the lingo before. Mm-hmm. And so if I had been on a set before, I would have been a little bit more confident with like what's going on. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, so being on a set as background okay, is really so smart. This is amazing, though. Yeah, I always tell the world when they ask me about the kids on the show and blah blah blah. There you go. Yeah, those kids learned about cameras, about angles, about sound. They learned about editing. Yes. They learned so much on doing Dance Moms, doing that TV show. Even if they didn't end up being a professional dancer, they could go into sound or into film or into editing. And I mean, Lord knows we need some dancers here on Broadway uh, that are retired to be editors because nobody could edit the dancing together. That was a huge problem for me because I hated every single number. And then they would change our music and post and it was just... Yeah, you know, it was a nightmare. So yeah. now you have two little boys. Now I have two little boys, um, Sebastian and Desmond, or Desi and Bash. Um, and yeah, I have two little boys, and I just did my first show back from having kids. Um, I did a summer stock show. I did a production of Beautiful out in Sacramento, California. Oh, love. You were was, not the lead. I was. I played. Well, I played Cynthia Wilde. Oh, I didn't. I didn't play Carol King. I, know, I, I was. Yes. I'm, a Cynth, I'm a Cynthia Wilde. Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm her snarky best friend. I love that show. <laughs> it, was, it was so much fun, and it was directed by an incredible woman named Linda Goodrich. And I, I, I feel so grateful. It was my first show back, and it was. It felt really good because I was like, I remember how to do this. It's been because beca- between COVID and having two kids, I was like, it's been like two years. So yeah. yeah, it was really nice. And now I'm back to auditioning, and now we'll see what's next. But yes. you know, SAG's on strike, so. We'll see. We'll see what and happens. Well, Kirsten. reality TV is happening. <laughs> I know yes. exactly. I'm shooting season nine. The competition <gasps> oh. begins. When? My own my own thing called season nine. That's the name of the show. And funny. Funny. <laughs> I don't know if you know, but it ended at season eight. Okay. My yeah. contract no, no, was no, four I... years, four year option. I finally got out. And uh, yes. And <gasps> I just did a little show called Madhouse. Yeah. Which is 18 to 23, 24 year olds that want to be professional working dancers and they're not getting booked. They're not getting the callbacks. They're not getting whatever. No mom's allowed. 
So they had to be combative with me themselves in the house. We lived together in a house, (gasps) madhouse, music, acting, dance. Oh my gosh. Cute. That's amazing. Yeah. When is it? They just looked at me and went. September 29th. (gasps) Yeah. But but it was, but I was my concept. I love that. I love that. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. Kirsten, where can all of our listeners follow you? Yes, and Um, and they can take voice lessons. Yeah. So anyone, you heard her as we leave. Yeah. I just need the respect. I just need the chorus once. Oh my gosh. Stand (laughs) up if you need to. Okay. And so if you need to take voice lessons, uh, boys, girls. Yes, please. Kirsten teaches voice lessons. So does her husband. Yes. Uh, The theater, acting, whatever you need. And it could be, you know, College prep, we're, we're, we do yes. it all. Yeah, For, it, to go into college, to put your best foot forward, to walk in and nail the the entrance auditions and to get in, to get in, you know? So where can yeah. they follow you? Where yeah. can they contact you? Find me on Instagram. I'm at KB Scotty, K-B-S-C-O-T-T-Y. Um, yeah, find me on Instagram. And I, um, that's... Where's your, where's your Twitter, your Facebook, your... Oh, we'll uh, link it all in the show notes. We'll link it all, we'll link it all, we'll link it all. You're not filming kids 24 hours a day. Oh my gosh. Putting it on YouTube, I'm not putting it on... Kirsten, get on the ball. Get on it Get those kids working. I know, actually, we're like, do we start to get those kids working now? Yes. Yeah, we might get them Because you can, you can... I can get them. Yeah, them. I can get them college college, college funds. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And you walk in and with them. And they're real the job too. Yeah. Actually, I did. I did. I did audition for a movie with one of them, um, and I did not get it. But interesting. We were close. So well, yeah. You never know when you never know. Never know. Is gonna knock. <laughs> As we leave, leave it on the dance floor. Kirsten Scott is going to sing us out, because. You said yeah. I demanded respect. Oh, you did right? demand respect. So yeah. that's 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 the line. Get us out of here. You ready? All right, because all I'm asking is for a little respect when you get home, baby. When you get home. Woo! R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Find out what it means to happy. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Take it at TCB. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, sweetheart, so much. I love you, you and I'm so very proud of you. Thank you so much. So proud. Thanks. (laughs) ALDC Elite, thank you so very much for listening. Be sure to subscribe and give Leave It on the Dance Floor a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to watch each week and see exclusive behind-the-scenes content like my never-seen-before pictures and videos from the competitions, some even taken from the wings, classes at the ALDC studio in Pittsburgh, or even our iconic dance concerts, head over to Patreon or become a member on YouTube Premium, linked in the show notes each week. See you on the flip side. A Huda Media Production.